It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. So glad you have chosen to join us for our Tuesday episode right here today on the podcast. And it's a privilege to be able to spend these eight minutes together. Eight minutes of hope, eight minutes of life, eight minutes of encouragement from the Word of God. So thank you once again for being with us as we look into the vision of Ezekiel. Our series, as we've started on video and audio podcast, our opening series is on the dry bones. The dry bones, Ezekiel's vision from Ezekiel 37. I recapped it again yesterday, so today we can just jump right in. And Yesterday we were saying that the one of the most important steps, actually the first step in the bones actually coming back to life, the first thing God had Ezekiel prophesy, the first thing that had to happen to those bones was they had to get connected. They had to connect to one another. You know, all the, uh, as we were saying yesterday, all the fibulas and tibias and uh, craniums and everything else had to come into the proper connection. And it shows us as believers, if we want revival, if we want resurrection, if we want the greater spiritual life that God has for us, we must be connected to the body. We must be connected to Christ. We must have our connection. So our most important connection that we're going to start talking about today, the most important connection, of course, is that with Christ. Our most important connection as a believer, our most vital connection is with Jesus. Jesus himself said in John 15 and verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those are the words of Jesus. I am the vine, you are the branches. And you see, Jesus is the source of all of our spiritual life, and we need to be plugged in to him. A branch cannot survive apart from its vine. And we, as believers in Jesus, we can't survive apart from a living relationship with Christ, apart from an ongoing personal relationship with Jesus. We will not be able to make it. We will not be able to survive in our spiritual lives. You know, we, how do we connect to Jesus then? If we need to be connected, well, I mean, primarily we connect to Christ through repentance. We connect to Christ through prayer. We connect to Christ through studying his word, reading the word of God. We connect through to Christ through meditating, meditating on his word, as well as other ways, as well as by serving those around us, by walking in his ways, by doing the things he calls us to do and serving and loving our world. We are connected to Christ. And of course, the first and most important step to being connected, the first and most important step to being in that vine is salvation, is accepting Christ as our Savior, is receiving him by faith and repentance and saying, yes, Lord, I will follow you. I will follow you all the days of my life. That's step one. That's the most important thing. But we want to go beyond just our salvation experience. If you are born again, if you are saved, you are connected to Jesus. Praise God. He is your Savior. He is your vine. He is your Father. You do have that connection. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Praise God. You have it. But that doesn't mean that once you're saved, you say, well, that's it. I'm connected to Jesus. I'm saved by his grace. I'm just going to relax now. I'm already all set. No, there's something deeper. 
God wants to take you. And he wants you to have a living, ongoing relationship with him. Just like a husband and wife, when they first get married, uh, you know, if the husband said to the wife, well, now we know each other, we've got him married, that's it, now I'm going to do my own thing the rest of our married lives. That would be nonsense. That would be awful. The husband and wife live together. They get to know each other more and more over the years. That's exactly what it should be like with Jesus. It's not just a one-time or two-time or five-time thing. We're okay. I experienced Christ. Now I have enough. We go deeper. We say, Lord, may I know you in your fullness. Lord, may I know you in your glory. We want to be connected to him. You know, our dependence on Christ. You might think, well, if I grow in Christ, I'll be less dependent on him. But no, our dependence on Christ should actually grow throughout our walk with him. We realize it's all about him. It's not about me. Our relationship with Jesus should continually get deeper and deeper. And I just want to encourage you, if you find that your spiritual life has stagnated, if it's not where it once was, if it's not where you would like it to be, Just bring it to the Lord in prayer. Go deeper in prayer. Say, Jesus, let me draw close to you. Jesus, let me know you. Jesus, let me be with you. And as you draw near and as you draw close, you can have that wonderful personal relationship with Jesus that he wants you to have. So that's the first thing is we need to be connected to Christ. But of course, if we want the fully victorious life that Christ has for us, that God has intended for us, we do not only need to be connected to Christ, we also need to be connected with other believers. Hebrews 10.25, a well-known scripture, don't neglect the meeting together of yourselves. The scriptures, the apostle, when he wrote that, said some are doing this. Some in the body of Christ have already fallen into this trap. They are neglecting gathering regularly. They're neglecting seeing other believers. We must not be like that. We cannot neglect the meeting together of the believers. We need to spend time with each other. So again, I want to encourage you, make every effort to meet with other Christians whenever you have the opportunity. Of course, that means uh, organized meetings in your church. If the church has a meeting, you should make it, you should make every effort to be there, especially, you know, the, the, the weekly meetings. Be there. Even other meetings, youth meetings, men's fellowship. Don't draw away from the church. Serving opportunities. Don't draw away. Draw closer. Find a church you can serve in. Find a church that you can grow in and spend time with other believers. But of course, not just organize church activities. Uh, have meals with each other as believers. Call each other, text each other, check up on each other. Make sure you are in real living relationship with other believers in the body of Christ. You know, the early church in the book of Acts lived in the greatest victory the church has ever lived in up to this point. And as such, they're a great example for us. What was one of the reasons that the early church had such victory? Well, They spent a lot of time together. They ate together, prayed together. They met daily. May we likewise be connected today. The early church was so connected, the scripture says they shared everything. All they had was common. You know, they really came together. They truly lived life together. They truly celebrated life together. And they're such a healthy example for us. So let's make sure that as believers in Jesus, we realize we need to be connected. First and most important is to Jesus, but just as important 
is with other believers. Because if we're in the right relationship with Jesus, we will be in relationship with other believers. We can't draw away from other believers and stay in right relationship with Jesus because he wants us to be in community. He wants us to live life together. Let's be connected. Let's draw together instead of drawing apart. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.